Hey guys, hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm back online. Um, We're going to be talking a little bit about Sapo, um, some other types of plant and animal types of medicines or um, cognitive altering substances um kind of just a bit of a, a a placeholder um episode um uh yeah so that's what we're going to be talking about but yeah i kind of did like this deep dive kind of planned kind of unplanned um for this past uh holiday time off work um just been coming across a lot of conflicting issues um about the world um so you know Wednesday was the last day I was at work the last day I was scheduled at work I'm not done with my job but I go back on Tuesday it's Sunday right now um Wednesday was the last day I was physically at work. Um I think that was the last time I had any caffeine to my awareness. I think that was also the evening that I went out after work, went to the dispensary, refilled my cannabis supply, so I spent about a hundred five bucks on um what are those called uh these edibles that are in a form of a pill um they're why am I blanking on the name it's by like that level up um protab protab so they're uh the indica protabs um I thought I hadn't had them before by the way they described them at the dispensary but when I saw the packaging I was like yeah I've recorded a whole video on my Hempication YouTube channel uh I recorded a whole review on these um before um so I got those they're a little over 26 milligrams per pill um but I figure you know it's one way to help me take less um, like, I'm not really trying to cut down, cut down, it's not like that, it's just, when I have stuff that's, like, candy-flavored, sometimes I'm a little more tempted to be like, ooh, like, you know, cherry, ooh, strawberry, you know, like, and they're usually dosed smaller, too, like, five or ten milligrams for those candy gummies, and so I wanted to just switch it up, and I got ProTabs because they're a little easier shareable um they're a little over 26 milligrams per um they have the kind of notch in the middle so you can kind of dose them cut them in half easier and um 
you know, even in into fourths, it's like about seven milligrams per pill. Um, I kind of like those better than the edibles. It has all the ingredients uh, shown on the inside sleeve of the little cardboard box. And then, um, so I didn't review those a second time. And then I got a, um, uh, a raw garden vape cartridge. I think I ended up with a gram, even though I asked for a half a gram. I wasn't really paying attention. I'm noticing something at dispensaries. Like, I do feel a little bit rushed sometimes. I kind of almost prefer... Uh, MedMen dispensary a little bit more just because everything's out and you can shop like you can look at the display cases around and look at the little tablets around and you know the edibles the cartridges they're all kind of on the wall kind of like if you think of I don't know this is a bad example but like you know those mall stores like when you go to get like an like an iPhone case or like those mall stores like the old stores like Sam Goody Spencer's I know Hot Topic still exists kind of like that think of a store like that like Radio Shack or something that has like a lot less think of a store that would have a like kind of like about that size but would have a lot less um uh products in there um, but it's kind of like that, like the walls are lined and there's a couple displays in the middle and stuff versus like having to go up to a counter and a line and there's like a line behind you and you're just talking one-on-one with the bud tender. Uh, sometimes I like that, but then other times it's like when it's crowded, I kind of feel rushed. I don't like asking too many questions or, or anything. Um, but that's just, you know, in the interest of time, there are a couple dispensaries where I stay in LA that I like to go to just because traffic is so sucky and I don't like doing the delivery. I mean, I appreciate the delivery people, but I don't really prefer it because it's an added price and usually I have to have the cash on me. They do electronic sometimes now too, but usually it's like you gotta have cash on you. So it can be a little like uh, I don't want to say it's too stressful, but so yeah, today I've mostly been relaxing, uh, but my whole, uh, days off, you know, started with that Wednesday night purchase, got a car wash, just little errands like that so that I could just hunger down in the house for a few days, um, so Thursday came, you know, I did the typical, um, family, you know, the traditional food spread, uh, of Thanksgiving and practiced a lot of gratitude, but for my own comfort, that's about the extension of my uh Thanksgiving day celebrating um I feel like I can practice my own gratitude and um this month of November I've dedicated to kind of researching a lot of indigenous cultural things um that come my way 
some YouTubers that are out there, some people who are uh, indigenous YouTubers or people who are YouTubers who in who interact with indigenous people. Um, so I came across this Vice series of Hamilton Hamilton's Pharmacopia Hamilton's Pharmacopia um and that's what I came across today but yeah Saturday that's kind of sorry uh Thursday I kind of did that uh with the folks watched a little soccer um Friday watched the US soccer match um but I think Thursday and Friday I was kind of researching a lot about North Korea a lot about um modern day slavery a lot about FIFA um like with World Cup soccer and, you know, soccer in general. Um, I didn't get too far with the soccer FIFA stuff. Um, and just some other, like, indigenous culture researching during the weekend. Um, didn't sleep too good on Saturday or Friday night, rather, uh, because of all the weird North Korean content that I consumed. I went down this rabbit hole to a real dark place that I was like this content is real it was just a lot of effed up stuff you know um, about how the people are treated um I kind of rewatched some of that Lex Friedman's interview with I think her name is Yeomai or something like that Yeomni um sorry I'm butchering it but I know her name starts with a Y um she had escaped North Korea um, and, you know, I was listening, listening more to some of the stuff she was talking about, because I was talking with a friend about propaganda and, like, ideologies of countries where people kind of grow up with, like, certain propaganda, and I think a lot of countries have that, but, um, I went down this rabbit hole of, you know, North Korean laborers and all this kind of stuff, um, and so it was pretty dark and I wasn't able to really sleep very good. Um, I think that was Friday night. Uh, so Saturday I woke up but didn't want to get up early. So I kind of um, kind of lounged around till almost 11 a.m. Just before 11, got up, showered, and was uh, ready to watch the... Uh, maybe that was Friday. I'm sorry. I'm out of it a little bit yeah it was Friday I was watching that game so it must have been Thursday night I was watching all that stuff uh Friday watched the U.S. soccer game uh Saturday kind of just you know well I went to the gym Friday as well and then you know because I was like well I need to get my energy to a good space um so I did have that caffeine Friday uh Saturday just kind of watched a little bit of probably way too many movies, um, and, uh, chatted with some friends online, or by phone, well, both online and by phone, uh, different groups of people, and, 
Um, yeah, I, I was really not sure if I was going to record a lot these days off. Um, but I was kind of like, I know my head's been like spinning and I've been rushing around so much. So I did want to kind of sit still for a few days and, you know, consume some things that matter to me and then see where I come out on the other side of it. Um, so I am kind of taking more effort with my, um, consumption of, uh, products and all kinds of things that I consume, you know, I'm using this season to kind of, you know, guide what happens during December, because I do know that during December, that becomes the month of, you know, tons of consumption, um, and I, I try not to really contribute to that whole thing, uh, just, it just never really resonated really too well with me, um, I'm excited to have a Hanukkah celebration that my friend is hosting that I'll be going to on December 26th, and, um, deciding what I'm gonna do for Christmas Day with my actual family, um, and otherwise, yeah, I was just kind of coming across some stuff. So today, Sunday, you know, I was hoping the powwows would be live this weekend, but they're not. Um, but today, Sunday, you know, I kind of was like, let me slow things down a little more for myself. So about every hour, and it doesn't have to be on the dot, but about every hour I'm trying to do like, meditative reflection, you know, some breath work, some, uh, even if it's praying, you know, it's not really like a, a Sabbath or religious thing, uh, maybe more on the spiritual end, but not from like a detail of like a religion specifically. Um, and it's something that I'm considering doing almost every day just because I like the way it makes me feel. Like, usually when I wait until I'm feeling bad to do things like that or until I'm having a day where I have, like, maybe some uh, psilocybin, you know, microdosing, and then that's when I'll usually choose those types of times to kind of do that. Um, but I've kind of decided against that, and I'm also going to be doing a lot more writing, journaling, um just because I know my mind's pretty non-linear and scattered, but I I do kind of find myself, um, like, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily, like, escaping, like, one night I was, I think Friday night, I was trying to sleep, it really wasn't working good, um, because of all the dark content I had consumed, it was really getting to me, and I think I started feeling better Saturday when I when I woke up and I was like, you know, the reason why I'm feeling bad is because I don't have a solution. And I was thinking, I was like, this problem is like so much bigger than me. So naturally, it's like it's something this big. Naturally, I would be inclined to do nothing. Um, but then I was like, you know, I can control what I consume. I can slow it down and look at it in more detail. Um, and I'm going to record some more episodes along the lines of all that stuff. Um, but 
for now, that's why I said this is almost like a placeholder. Um, and maybe not. I mean, I don't want to say placeholder because it makes it, it, it almost assumes that like, I don't find this episode to be important, which is not accurate. I do find it to be important, but anyways, this morning I was watching psych, psych ed, I don't know if it's psyched substance or psych ed substance, um, and he was talking about mescaline, um, but I think he was saying, like, the hydrochloric mescaline, the synthesized one, um, and I really want to study that more, like, a lot of these, um, synthetic things, as well as just, uh, cannabis in general has really made me uh really want to get into like chemistry like not I mean I'm not trying to go like way off track to some other feel and like but I feel like you know I like to dive into the stuff that I already consume right it's like well if I'm already playing guitar why not dive into more details about it right or if I'm already, you know, vaping cannabis concentrates, why not dive into more about that? You know, uh, little by little, like, I'm not going to spend like hours and hours and hours of every single day, like consuming that kind of information. But it's like, for me, it's important. So I like to consume it, um, or look for it or search for it and like know more details about the stuff that I do on the day to day. To me, that's becoming a more important thing to kind of learn about it instead of just going through the motions. Like, I think I started from a side of, like, going through the motions of most things in life, you know, schoolwork, you know, how I hang out, where I hang out, but not really diving into, like, okay, why do I choose to hang out with these people? Why do I choose? Why am I avoiding to go to this specific event? Why am I you know, choosing to go out for drinks, or why am I choosing to spend Amazon Prime money on this, or, you know, um, why, like, why, 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 like, why am I doing these things, like, not in a bad way, but just, like, to look more at what I'm doing, um, because I feel like I've spent, like, decades probably not really understanding or really diving into it, um, and usually it's because I'm usually in life just speeding so much um, through the day. And I think there was a time for that. I think there was a time for me to do that in my early learning years, early in my career and stuff. Um, there was a time for that method. But I, I do agree with a friend that I was talking to that, you know, we've kind of paid our dues. And I'm not saying I'm quite quitting or... Um, not going to work hard and stuff, but, you know, I think it should be fine every hour to be able to take those breaks if that's what I want, if that's what I need. Um, you know, I think, you know, paying more attention to my own mind and body, um, versus like, oh, the boss needs this. Oh, a client needs this. It's like, okay, I know what you guys need, but it's like, you know, you can wait five minutes, like, most of the things we deal with at this current job isn't even, 
urgent, like immediate. Like if it is urgent and immediate, they shouldn't really be contacting us about it. Um, we're not the psychiatrists. We're not the emergency response. And if if we need to get those people involved, we can get them involved. But it's like, why tell us and wait for us to be available versus just calling those um, options immediately? Like, I just try to make sure they can do what they need to do um, and not being a crisis center because we're not a crisis center. Um, so I don't even want to, you know, get into that habit. Um, and as for... So what I was uh, consuming after that psych substance mescaline episode... Um, I came into this three-episode Vice series by Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia, and he was on a journey to take Sapo, Um, so he ended up taking Sapo and then ayahuasca, um, that he brewed, he brewed the ayahuasca himself, but, and he'd done it before, Um, the Sapo, he scraped so the the way that they did it was you know they had to wait for the frogs they say that um the frog that they need um usually you can hear it at night or like when there's rain you can it kind of comes around um and they can be even up in like the top of the tree so they went to one village they had to leave because funai was coming um and they left. It was a village that was, it looked like it was between um, Peru, Brazil, and Colombia. And um, they basically scraped the secretions off the frog's back after they found it. Like there was a shaman that had helped find the frog and left it in one of the bushes um and um so basically what they do and I'm just talking basic basics of what I noticed I don't know the details I don't know the dosage information it's still a new idea to me and it's something that I would be interested to try but I don't know if I would go to South America to an indigenous tribe to do a ceremony um I'm not at that point right now um the only thing I could see myself doing maybe is maybe something in Mexico or preferably on the U.S. side of the border um with some indigenous person that has knowledge um eh, I'm, it feels like at least I'm, I have nothing against different people of different cultures and different places, but it's like, I don't travel enough to even know, like, what to even think about as far as, like, safety measures, things with your stomach, headaches, um, eating, digestion, like, all kinds of stuff like that, um, you know, that I don't really know how I would, um, how I would do with it, so, 
it's something in the back of my mind, but it's probably not something I'm going to do, like, anytime, like, this week or anytime soon, um, but if the opportunity arises, um, without me even searching for it, then I would take that more so as a sign to be more involved with it, uh, right now, I have more aims towards, uh, getting a place so I can grow, uh, plants, cannabis plants, that's kind of more what I feel more called towards, um, and I'm a lot more well-versed in that kind of thing, as well as maybe getting some spores for, like, psilocybin, that's another thing that I would maybe consider doing, things that I could immediately legally do, um, in my own home area, um, and learn more about it that way, um, but yeah, Hamilton's Pharmacopia, that channel really kind of inspired me to get back into, like, journal writing, diary journal writing, um, I don't know, I don't really like to call, I don't know, I've always had a weird, um, idea about the difference between journals and diaries, like, diaries to me seem more like a, like a private thing, um, I mean, I guess, I mean, I already keep, like, different notebooks, basically, um, I keep one that's for finances, so I'm usually reviewing my finances on Sunday, but this time I did it Friday night, even though I kind of don't tend to touch money situations on Friday nights, but it's something, you know, I was a little stoned, and that's what I wanted to do, so I did it, um, I just have some other a little bit more math to do, um, and then have one for podcast ideas, one that's kind of more, that I would consider more personal, another one, I'm looking right at them right now, (laughs) another one that's just for, like, weekly entries of, like, when I do a weigh-in, um, and just, like, which days that I exercise or go to the gym kind of thing, just so I can see it all written out, um, and then the one I probably write in the most is kind of just like tracking, like tracking podcast posts and tracking, um, you know, study days. It's like a tech, it's kind of a bit of a tech journal. Um, and then I do have some stuff I write online. Uh, not, I'm not talking about blogs, but the, I have like a document that I add to online um, that's kind of more personal too, like, like I've mentioned before, kind of how I get like these kind of like thoughts or memories or whatever you want to call it, especially paired with like insomnia. And, um, I kind of write those down. I I started writing them down and I have noticed a decrease. Like I, I do have a different relationship with those kind of thoughts lately, but who knows, um, but yeah, so, in Hamilton's pharmacopoeia, basically, they scraped the secretions off the back of the frog, they had it kind of tied up, uh, gently, uh, by, you know, had a couple posts, two posts, and they had the frog just kind of tied, um, before that, it was, like, walking around, 
it came off, they got it off that bush where the, um, where the, um, shaman had left the frog, and they, um, so it was, like, there, it was, you know, it didn't seem to run away, um, it kind of, it was walking on Hamilton's back, like, on his hair, on his hand, he mentioned that he felt like a, a slight sensation, he thought, he wasn't sure if it was, uh, um, like a placebo or not, and, but he did mention feeling it, uh, after it had walked on his hand, and it kind of was going on his shoulder, on his back, on his hair, um, and it would jump off and go onto the boat captain's arms, shoulders, you know, it would just walk around on people's bodies, or be like on the deck, because the houses were like raised up, and it looked like, um, there was river water, uh, parts of the river were really, really high up to, like, the tops of some of the trees and above, um, and so, um, yeah, and so, basically that's what like it seemed friendly it seemed okay when they had it tied to the stakes um they were just having it tied there so that i guess it would secrete more of that i don't know if it's considered a poison or whatever the substance is that it secretes off of its back and they just scraped it with like a stick um it didn't look like it was in any pain it didn't look like it caused it any pain it didn't look distressed um, as far as movements or making noises or anything, like, so I don't really know, and they kept it there for a while, so the captain did a ceremony, uh, he did, he did, um, he took three at once, he did three burns, they did three burns on his arm, while he sat, was he sitting or standing, I think he was standing initially, um, he did the three burns. Um, the reason why they do the burn is because it opens up a wound. And then, I don't know if there's any significance. There might be, and I, if there is, I'm missing all of it. Because I don't know, I'm just talking, um, what I, what I saw in the video. Um, so they did this, the, they burned a stick, a thin stick, narrow, um, not sharp, but they just found the stick, like, on the ground, uh, caught it on fire, kind of like you would do, like, an incense, like, a stick of incense, they burned three, uh, small places in his, like, near his shoulder, um, and then with, uh, they scraped some of the sapo off of the stick that they had scraped it from the, from the frog, and the whole time the frog was still there tied, um, they scraped that onto the wounds, the three wounds. So he mentioned feeling, um, he mentioned feeling, 
uh, a little dizzy, a little lightheaded, um, and he had to sit down. He sat down with his head in his hands for a little bit, and then he kind of jumped as if swimming into the water. Uh, he said it helped to take away some of the effects, and then next Hamilton tried it. He initially tried two burns. He said it was uh, like more of a euphoric sensation. Then he tried a third burn during which they rubbed more sapo into the first two wounds and then into the third wound they rubbed some in there. And then um, he did a fourth burn and rubbed. they rubbed some into the fourth one and so he did seem significantly more impacted by the fourth one but by the third one seemed maybe similar to how the captain was reacting um and it seemed to last maybe a total of six hours or so um and you know part of it he was laying on the outside of there was a boat that was upside down on land just like a small rowboat looking you know thing and he was laying on the back of that boat um on like a plastic tarp kind of head covered and there was somebody the whole time fanning the insects kind of away from him because the place seemed to have a whole lot of mosquitoes and flies and things that were uh, bothering him the whole time he was there. I think it seems like he was there almost like a week total because the trip in took three days anyways. And I think they stayed one or two days in the initial place where they couldn't find the frog. And then the second place, I think the second day they found the frog. Um, so... Yeah, they basically had um, everything kind of um, yeah, like Hamilton was kind of recovering um, and then he made the ayahuasca tea I think that next the next day um, I remember him mentioning he took some Ritalin because um, he felt like crap when he woke up uh, to get his energy kind of going. Um, but I, I think, okay, so I think once he took the sapo, they left. He was a little ill as far as, like, once he got the fourth one, they were already on their boat ride back to the hotel area, which was, like, I think three hours away. It was three hours or three days, I can't remember. But he was, like, you know, he got, I guess, some diarrhea or intestinal kind of issue and had to kind of take a number two off the side of the boat and, like, um, I think they kept going, uh, in the water and then, um, like, in the boat, like, traveling in the water and then they eventually got to the hotel, um, I think that's when he brewed the... Yeah, it must have been days later. And so he brewed the ayahuasca. Uh, he took some of the vines and some of the leaves that they got separately. They got the vines separately from the leaves. 
um, because I guess you need um, certain, you need the, the, the vines from the ayahuasca plant, as well as a certain type of other plant that has DMT um, properties and um, but I I from what it sounds like and you know don't hold me to this from what it sounds like I'm still learning you know but it sounds like there's different um, types of plants you can use like there's a variety but one of them was considered the gold standard and there are other types of plants that have like DMT um, and then basically he was able to brew the tea it sounded like it took about two hours separately you know boiling or maybe slow boiling uh, the vines in a separate pot from the from the leaves so he cut up the leaves I mean I didn't see what he did, did to the vines um but he was using the hotel kitchen for some time it sounded like and it seemed like the tea tasted terrible um but he had a, he had quite a few sips of it I couldn't tell how much he had or he didn't mention how strong it was or what um he mentioned having what he said were like apocalyptic type dreams um and then um yeah he had those types of leaves and then uh, dreams um then he mentioned some other things that I, I didn't really know much about um, that are other types of plant medicines and animal medicines like giraffe bone marrow in Sudan that's got hypnotic effects. There's a sea sponge in the Caribbean that has sedative effects. There are dream fish in the Pacific Ocean. I don't know if that means if that's the name of the fish, or if they are fish that impact your dream states. Um, there's silkworms in China that are considered narcotics. Um, and then, you know, there are other, he mentioned there are other synthetics. Um, so I think there were two times where he did take Ritalin um, during that trip, uh, during the, the, vid- the whole video series of his approximately week long or so trip um the first time he took Ritalin it seemed like he was just like in the hammock waking up uh before he had had any of the of the sapo and then the second time he took Ritalin it seemed like um he was um Let's see. So I'm reading my notes. The second time he took Ritalin, he was, it was after he took the ayahuasca. Um, 
and he was trying to kind of like get his energy up from that so yeah that's kind of where I've been um so more to come uh a lot of this stuff I've I've written notes about all the other topics I talked about in the very lengthy intro and I'll be recording about a lot of the stuff that I um learned about during this past um weekend and I hope it's interesting I know I sound like my energy is super low like um I've done some amounts of vaping and um so it's probably why <laughs> I did have some cacao earlier but that was like I don't know, probably close to 11. But I'm going to upload this, and then you'll see some more uploads afterwards. And uh, as usual, thanks for listening.